to all my smokers. That I have many women as race this podcast. But not as many as stunning as this one I'm looking at right now. <laughs> God, you yeah, that fellas, when I looked up, I said, Oh that's a very sweet compliment. Thank you. Oh my goodness. So how you ran across uh oh we got a lot to talk about. Um well we I saw I saw you with the homie, Princess mm-hmm. Jimmy. And yep. and how did you hook up with her and how y'all meet? Um, we actually communicate or connected on Fatline. So um you know mm-hmm. Fatline? Oh yeah, I'm on Fatline. Okay, okay. So um I think we just either I was following her, she followed me. I don't know how it happened, but um I don't know. She just we just started commenting on each other's pictures and then she was like, I'd really love to meet and set up a shoot and I'd love to just meet you and um, so there was like a little bit where we just kept like our schedules weren't lining up. And then I think, um, the first time we met was actually on our plaza sh- or when we were at the plaza. Um, and we have those pictures together where we're both in the bikinis and then we're been playing with the strap on. Um, that's the first time we met. <laughs> so we're playing with a strap on people. What a way to me. <laughs> yeah. We got really comfortable. I got comfortable with all of them really quick. Okay. So you was filming before that, am I correct? I was, but I wasn't really um, like at the level of filming and doing more like professional quality stuff. I was more so just kind of taking pictures of myself and my room and yeah. Goodness. So, so how long have you been in the business? Not very long. I would say since June of last year, so last June. Shit, well, it seems like you didn't made some headwinds since you've been in it, says June. <laughs> I hope so. I feel like I haven't been doing enough. Well, I mean, the business takes time, you know, yeah. um, and everything. I mean, you in the spot for it, being mm-hmm. with it. Oh, definitely. Everybody going. And I'm pretty sure you're probably going to stick your head in the AVNs, right? I am. <clears throat> I have, um, I have three studios I'm working with. I've got one, Blush Erotica. Um, I'm shooting with them while they're here in town uh, during AVNs. And then I'm shooting for Plumper Pass. And then I'm shooting for Queer Crush. So I have those, but they're, it's going to be like one this month and then like two the next month. Hold on, what do you say? She's smiling though while I'm smiling, which she's about to hear it in a minute because we're about to get to the particular. But... You been in business since June, and you hit. You about to shoot with two well-known, well-respected companies for your AVN. You know, period. Yeah, you know, I'm very, um, I'm very blessed for. That. I'm very thankful for these opportunities, and I see it as a huge, like, a huge opportunity for all of this. <laughs> so I'm like wanting to do the best I can, make sure pe- I make people proud. I show up and do what they're expecting me to do. And to the other thing too, before I even get into particulars, I'm jealous because she went to fucking SmackDown and MGM. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. Uh, I'm a I'm a wrestling fanatic, so there you go. We we're gonna be talking about a lot of shit today. I know I heard yeah. that in one of your other uh, interviews that you did with somebody that you said that you love pro wrestling because they were pro in the pro wrestling business, and so I was like, oh okay, we might have something in common. See, there you go. And with that being said, hello smokers. Hello. Y'all know what it is. AVN-nominated podcast known as the Smokers Lounge. And I'm your host, Kevin R., the Southern Champ, a.k.a. the Porn Rap Star. Find all my links with one link, allmylinks.com backslash Porn Rap Star. Let me tell you about three sponsors that we know and love. The first one being the Facebook of the LS community, lsworld.com. Next up, the highest adult magazine in the game, racismmagazine.com. And last but not least, and she'll be working with during her AVNs, we're talking about award-winning, award-nominated, voiceover with some smut, and they even have a, hopefully, award-winning virtual reality side of their website. I'm talking about none other than blusherotica.com. Also, 
proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. So go over to shopgwdistrict.com and buy something, why don't you? Also, check us out five days out of the week in the mornings at fullswapradio.com as I chop it up with the industry's best and brightest, and we'll give you the real smoke about the industry. And also find me on skyhawkafterdarktv.com as well as the BGP LLC app. So with that being said, I'm going to sit back and let this gorgeous, sexy, freaky for what I can see, newbie, but she don't seem to be one, introduce herself. Go ahead, baby. Hi, um, I'm Roxy Hart. I am a BBW um, adult model living in Las Vegas. Mm. And uh, I'm 31 years old. I'm a Pisces. Sexy to the motherfucker. But anyway, so like, how is it being a BBW living in Vegas? Because we know how Vegas is the showgirl city and all that. How is it like that with, with being a BBW out there? I'm going to preface this answer with saying that I'm not the Princess Jim and I would probably be the best person to ask this because so far for me, I feel like it's great. (laughs) Um, I know that there's not as many BBW events that we would like to have. Um, We did the BBW night, the strip night. Um, We had that at Hustler uh, nightclub back in like October around Halloween. Um, the turnout for that was really great. And so we, I loved being at that event. I loved being one of the hosts for that event. Um, it's definitely something that we would love to do more of um, because I know for a fact that there's a ton of BBW models here and we would just love to be able to have the opportunity to showcase more of the community aspect um, and really getting these girls into that fetish genre. So, so wait a second. So did you strip? I did not. I've never stripped before, and oh. I didn't want to be doing something that I know that I did not have confidence doing. <laughs> so I was just like, nope, I'll watch everybody else, and I will learn. Maybe next time I will do it. <laughs> but I bet you were still getting tipped, won't you? No, I was not. I was more so tipping the other girls. Oh, my God. I would have tipped you. you, you know. <laughs> I, I ain't dancing. You still look good here, girl. Just, just, yeah. just look pretty. Just, just look pretty. <laughs> yep, that's where I like to be. I just, just <laughs> oh my goodness. sit around, chill. I don't need to do anything. <laughs> so, what? So, when you was asked to host, you know, so how did it feel? Because you only been in the business since June, and you're hosting a, a swinger, you, a, a BBW night. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? It was, It was, um, I was really nervous. Um, I worked on my outfit for a long time, but then once I figured out that I didn't have to dance, it took a lot of the anxiety off. And so when I knew that I was going with my friends anyways, I was just like, okay, well, I'm just gonna smoke, have a good time. People are gonna see me, they'll know who I am. Um, I printed out a bunch of my pictures and signed them and put them in the VIP gift bag. So at least I got my name out there. And yeah, but it was a really big honor. I mean, it was my first like red carpet experience and the girls were just so great and so kind and welcoming. I just, I don't know. That's why I want to do more of them because it was just so fun. And then if we did more, then maybe I'd get up there and dance. Yeah, because some tell me you can, you, can t- you can dance a little bit. Some well, I used to dance in high dance. school, so I know how to do it. Yeah. I just am like, mm, in front of people, <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. She bet. Look, she get up there be... Be moving each cheek separately. <laughs> oh, like, I thought I'm... you were scared. <laughs> she, she, she looking like that thing. She up there working the pole and everything. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go back in the time machine. What got Roxy Hart into porn? Um, I've always been, I mean, I've always been interested in porn ever since I was a little girl. <laughs> Um, like I would, I was the one stealing my dad's Playboys <laughs> in the house. Oh damn! Yeah, I was really, I always gravitated towards uh, lesbian porn, and so that was something that, like, since I was literally in middle school, I just, I liked it. I loved looking at my dad's Playboys. I wanted to be one of those girls. Um, and so it really was until, um, 
I mean, I just started, you know, taking more pictures of myself, putting myself out there, feeling my confidence, feeling beautiful in my body. And then it started to garner more attention. It's not like I went in with this goal. It was just, you know, I'm somebody that when I have opportunities presented to me, I just take them and I have no expectations. If this all like crashes and burns tomorrow, I'm going to be completely happy with myself knowing that I had a really fun experience. Um, so it just happened that way. It just happened into people like to see me. They wanted to see me do more stuff. And I was just like, okay, if this is what you want, like, let's see how far we can take this rocket. So and that's with pictures. And then you start doing videos. Now was your first video solo solos or did you Probably. just start doing like some boy girl stuff? Um, I think the first videos that I really did were blowjob videos on my husband, um, just to get like more comfortable. I did a few solos. Um, I'm very self-critical, so I typically end up deleting like most of everything I filmed. You found uh, out how hard it is to film a solo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've nitpicked myself so much. So that's why I'm really happy I have these opportunities because it's able to me to have a nice video taken of me and a lot of people get to see it and i feel like it just hits two birds with one stone oh my god so shoot so like i say so how did you so was your husband so of course your husband was your stunt dick at first so how would that conversation went to get him to get on camera oh so easy are you kidding me <laughs> that was like so easy. yeah because he has his own little porn adventure going on right now so um he does a lot of um cunnilingus work he does massage he does um blowjob point of view um mm. and then he also has a little game show he's working on as well um that's we're working on getting contestants for it's a uh, naughty nerds it's like um mm. having a girl sit there with a toy in front of her and doing a trivia contest so, so he was already doing content and filming uh -huh. yeah and, and and you just kind of fell in a little bit per se yeah i was just more so like i want to do this can you help me can you can you do all my stuff for me and make it look so good and so he's been uh the one behind everything pretty much he's really good at posing me mm. he knows exactly what angles everybody wants to see so unlike most ladies that break into the business you had someone that kind of guided you somewhat because they were already doing it so it wasn't like when you did your first shoot, you feel what I'm saying, which was with not involving him. Right. You were somewhat already prepared for what it means to be in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I used to, um, uh, back in, I want to say it was like 2012, I was really active on Tumblr. Um, mm -hmm. I was a Tumblr BBW girl. So um, I had about 4,000 followers on Tumblr. So I already had an idea of how to take good pictures of myself, you know, how to market myself um, and gain that following. I just took a very long break and then got a little bit more mature and, you know, could figure out how to carry myself better. And then I just came back and with him, with his help, it's just really propelled me. So, so now... Y'all, I guess, got to the point, had the conversation, because, of course, you know, husband and wife had the conversation of you now working with guys outside of him in front of the camera. Um, was y'all swingers um, we, in this time frame? Um, so I haven't really worked with any other men as far okay. as filming uh, boy-girl scenes. Um, we were, we are active in the lifestyle community. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, uh, we have been in a polyamorous relationship. We've, we've had girlfriends before we had a polyamorous relationship. Let me tell you something. Girls are so dramatic and it's like, listen, there's only room for one brat in this relationship. I'm not, another, I'm not dealing with another bitch's drama. It's rather me or her because <laughs> I'm not fucking, I'm not dealing with her from a woman that y'all that tough to deal with. Huh? I said, y'all heard, they heard from another woman that women are tough to deal with. There you go. Mm -hmm. So, just so difficult. I just, I don't have the patience. <laughs> so I'd rather just eat some pussy every now and then, you know, see a girl at the club, do something about it, and then just go home and just. Now, the reason why I say that, like, for example, because you're about to shoot with Plunker Pass. I already know how Clint does this, you know, period. 
Um, because it was probably your first time working with a male other than your husband. I'm actually that's actually uh, gonna be Jim and I and I's very first official girl girl video scene is gonna be so with you're girl girl, so ain't gonna be no boy girl. No. Um I am not in right now and in the near future, not really work working with any boy girls, any boy girl scenes. Um because I really like to save that part of myself for my husband, but then also I'm ex I'm really I mean I I'm exploring my bisexuality at the same time, um, and so I only came out as bisexual when I was 30, so two years ago, and so it's just like 30 years of something that I've been kind of holding back, and this is my opportunity to be the girl that I watched growing up, to be you know the sec like the lesbian girl that is fucking everybody and all the girls and that's in everything. How does it feel to finally be your goddamn self? How does it feel, baby? I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Because I know you were like, I love pussy, but I can't really say I love pussy. You feel? <laughs> and see, that's yeah. the beauty of our business is allows us the, the grace of discovery of our sexuality. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Oh, 100%. Because cause it allow us to be that. So now here's the question, because I always ask the hard questions. I don't sugarcoat nothing. Do you worry that with your advantage, because I know that you want to be a big name in this business, you mm -hmm. know, to a certain extent. Do yeah. you worry that the fact that you're taking boy girl off the table is going to hurt you to get to that plateau? Yeah. I well, I know what you're. I understand what you're saying, and I already know that that's going to that might hinder me in a lot of areas, and I'm perfectly fine with that, because this is something. <laughs> that, too damn much. Pump a pass and call your ass. <laughs> I know, but the thing is, is that this is something that I did not plan for, and I'm going to stick to my my boundaries of what I want. And if that doesn't take me far enough, then that's okay. Then I'm I I'm perfectly happy with where I'm at right now. So, and I completely understand if that's something that people, you know, are just like, hey, this is something that we really want to see from you and we're not going to see. So I don't want to follow you or I don't want to be invested in you. I understand that. And I hope that some of my content is something that you would want to see. But if not, that's okay. Because at this time right now, I don't really, it's not so something. He, so with your husband, do he work with others? Yeah. Okay. But he doesn't do, he doesn't do intercourse or penetration. So he only works within his parameters as well. So and that's his, just his parameter is more of a fetish-based parameter. It's, it's not boy-girl, you know what I'm saying, hardcore mm -hmm. porn, as they would call it. You exactly. Okay, okay. So now because you're with a few, a lot of females that I didn't talk to, and actually a trend that's actually happening due to the TTS, the new tests and stuff like that, that women are looking for more content partners for mm -hmm. the most. Um, and everything because one guess what she ain't got to worry about. She ain't got to worry about TTS, but so goddamn much. See, so that's the beauty of it. Less money she got to spend. There you go. Yeah. Well, <laughs> spend money, but yeah, less worries. I mean, because I mean, cause, let's keep going. You doing girl on girl? Uh -huh. Yeah, it's it's a chance you can catch something, but it's a lower chance you can catch something versus you fucking oh. do. You know, period. Um, but also you also satisfying that. They're seeing you with somebody other than your hubby. But here's the here's the kicker though. How do y'all create it to where it's not hubby all the time? You get what I'm coming from? Meaning that they might ask you, they say you might get a DM, but like, yo, who was that dude you was fucking? Damn, he bucked the brakes off of you. You know what I'm saying? That's a new dude. You get you get what I'm coming from. That like me and my wife, we're married. She was in porn. She was a legend. All that good shit. We filmed together. I filmed a lot of scenes with her. I was a resident male talent. 
we figure out a way to where they might have saw me, but they didn't see me the same way every time. So how do y'all configure to where it's not same shit, different scene? You know what I'm saying? To where you would not bore your fan base and you're still giving them some creativity. And you, you get where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I have a good answer for that because I haven't hit there yet. Everybody seems really happy with what I'm doing right now. So yeah. um, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what a good answer to that would be. We just, we haven't hit there yet. Um, I know with my stuff and my scenes, I, I really like to not do the same thing twice. Mm-hmm. Um. So I am, I don't know. I feel like I would really like to, uh, I feel like in that situation, in that scenario, I would, I would do what I can to kind of switch it up and see like, okay, well, can we do it outside? You know, can we do it? Say this is that what I hate with couple porn, because where you in is, is in that couple porn situation is that You okay? Uh, it gets repetitive. People know about to go. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> no sugar coating. You are a sex symbol. Part of being a sex symbol is you're every man's fantasy in every type way he can think of. Us as porn stars, female porn stars, must be able to give him every. Like Shaka Khan said, I'm every woman. It's all in me. Yeah, she got to be every woman. I need to see the librarian. I need to see the girl next door. I need to see the cheat. It could be that, yeah, she's married and she's fucking the best friend, but she's actually sucking the husband's dick. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So the reason why, because you never, you never underestimate the intelligence of a foreign fan. They never want to be bored. You know, period. Oh. They want to see you in different I wouldn't want to bore anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I always try to be very entertaining. Yeah, so, you know, so it's kind of like, and two, also, you don't want to be doing the same thing in year two that you were doing in year one. Mm-hmm. You know? Because the reason why I'm saying this is, and y'all know why, look the fuck at her. You're looking at another legend. <laughs> no, nah, nah, because it's the way this, because I've been in the business, I was talent for 15 years, been in the business over 20 Ladies have a way of now, they don't have to go the traditional route to make money in this business and be a name. Mm-hmm. It's just being creative with your content and the whole nine. That's the key. And also looking like money. Because I can see from your pictures, you take pride in taking your pictures. If you, let's be honest. Look at some of the girls. They melanate with their pictures. Give them a bullshit ass self and let's go. So mm-hmm. with you, how much do you take into account your look, your image, and the whole nine. Because even though, yeah, you ain't doing boy girl, you still have a brand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So how much do you take into account your image when it comes to your marketing, your promotion, and the scenes that you shoot? I take a lot of effort into my um, account, and I can segue that into a story that happened today <laughs> um, where I had a photo shoot scheduled at 10 a.m. and it was a vanilla photo shoot. It was, you know, me and cowgirl wear. Um, and it was at one of the dry lake beds here in town. So it just happens to be an hour away from my house. This was a photo shoot that's been scheduled for three weeks. Um, and I saw the outfit choices that I needed to wear and they were very revealing, you know, summertime cowgirl pictures. Um, So I spent three weeks finding the perfect boots, finding the perfect shirt. I borrowed earrings from somebody because they were perfect. Um, I got up at five o'clock this morning. I prepped like my go bag. So it has like all my makeup and everything. Um, I spend about three hours on my hair and makeup. I'm a very like, I have a lot of OCD. So all of my stuff, I like to take my time, be as perfect as I can. Um, I make sure everything matches. I have a color palette for everything. I brought three outfits to this photographer and to this um, photo shoot today. And the photographer texted me while I was there saying that it was too cold and that he did not want to show up. So I spent like five hours today getting ready for a photo shoot, prepared to stand in the freezing, you know, 30 temp 
degree days. And I was going to be perfectly fine with it because that's the role of a model is you just, you sit there and you help somebody come, their vision come to life. And he just completely dropped the ball. So luckily my husband is a photographer and he took all my pictures today and he did a phenomenal job. But so, yeah, that was something that, you know, I took a lot. Hold on. How often did you and uh, husband butt head on the damn photos? Huh? <laughs> How often did you and husband butt head doing the photo shoot? Because I used to do photo shoots with my wife, and we used to butt heads on some of that shit. We've gotten really. I'm. I'm okay. So my husband is the dominant in our like we're dom sub. Yes. So I'm really good at listening to his directions. <laughs> so I don't really put up much of a fight anymore. <laughs> I know that he's doing the best for me, and he's doing the angles that I want. So. It's a little bit better, but okay, can we hurry up with the standing shoes? These heels is hurting. <laughs> Come on, baby, give it about five more minutes. Give it five more minutes. Come on now. Yeah, on. he can be really curt on set, so he's just like, yeah. and he's done photos for Gemini too, so he's very like, stop moving. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you know he's like, I'm so sorry I had to say that, but look at how great this picture is, and then we're like, okay, we understand. So, so yeah, because I've been looking at some of Gemini's, you know, most recent photos and shit. I was like, man, who the fuck be taking these shit? This shit's fire. <laughs> he took the um, Santa ones, like all of our Christmas ones, and then he took all of our uh, killer clowns from outer space ones. That, that was fire, yo. I was going to say, I love the killer clown shit y'all did. Y'all, did y'all do a scene with that? We didn't do a scene. Um, so I'm somebody, because I haven't done video yet, um, I get really nervous in front of a camera, so it's really it's a lot easier right now for me to work with pictures. Um, so that's why we did the pictures for that one. But yeah, that is really it was really fun. We I mean we have the outfit still. We can just put it on real quick. I say y'all should. I say y'all <laughs> should. And, and since you only do lesbian porn, I say it should be a threesome with three girls. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. put it out there. Might have to find another mask. Let's see. Uh, yeah. Y'all, she, y'all dominate her. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? It's y'all the killer clowns. And y'all came in and y'all talk this teenager, what have you, and y'all just have y'all way with her. You know what I'm saying? That should be hot. Yeah. Should know? we do it in the same alley or you think we should do it in a studio? I think it should be in the alley. It'll be more grittier. It'll be we way grittier of a of a scene because the way that the killer clown look, it, it has to be gritty. It, it can't be no pretty type shit. I know it can't be good. Good. Uh, it can't be 4K. No, it can't. It, so and and two and and on top of that, somebody got to wear the strap on. I'm just saying. So to have on the strap on, we need to see some big dick energy people. <laughs> I need to get more strap-ons. I need to get more dildos. That's I everybody's telling me to share my wish list and I share it and it's nothing but dildos. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm nobody wants to speak with anything. Learn. Strap <laughs> on. For 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 your shit, cause see, here's the key. If 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 a girl, I'm about to give you girls that want to do nothing but girl on girl, and you ain't got a fucking dude, be the stroker mm-hmm. and take the stroke. Learn how to stroke with the strap on. Because one, you'll get more dudes to watch the shit because that's how we can really watch girl on girl. For some parents, we love to watch her get hit with the strap on. You know, period. Because Pinky fuck though too. And it's sexy. I have, a, um, I have a double, a double-ended dildo that I've been like begging somebody to use with me and I can't find anybody. And I'm like, okay, well, I have this really good idea. <laughs> but I love the strap on. I don't I like to be the one uh, with the strap, <clears throat> and I like to have a doggy style. It's really nice. So shoot. So now with keeping up with content, keeping up with updates, how often do you try to film? Once a month. I know that I should be doing more, um, but uh, I have like a van- I have a vanilla job, you know. So it's just like I work Monday through Friday. I've got the weekends, you know, to catch up on life. So it's really whenever I can find time or unless I have a photo shoot. If I have a photo shoot, then, you know, if I could have a photo shoot lined up once a week, you know, then we'd be golden. But if I'm, you know, in between shoots and I need to pump out some content really quick, then I'll just be like, hey, I'm going to spend, you know, Saturday afternoon upstairs and leave me alone. (laughs) 
So because see, it's kind of like it, it. I always talk about girls' diversity buying their shit. Um, what's some of the things? God, I know that you knew. What's some of the things you're looking into within the parameter of the porn world, like custom videos, camming, any of that? You're looking into trying to get into in order to increase your money and also increase your visibility. Right. Um, I do want to get into camming. Um, that's something that I've been talking. Um, yeah, I know I have. I, I can see you camming and, and do well at it. <laughs> that's what everybody says. I just haven't bitten the bullet and like I have the camera set up. I have um, the is it live Jasmine? I have that set up yeah. and I have a bunch of other like I have Chatterbase set up, but I just like to find time to sit down for a few hours and then you know, to do that, it's just something that I haven't found time yet. But if I had like a, a response saying like, oh, you know, you don't need to build your fan base from zero and, you know, work for a few days to get some stuff. If I knew that people were there expecting me, you know, I know that's kind of hard to say, but it would be more of like, a, okay, I really need to do this. But right now it's just something that like, I know I need to do. And I just haven't. I'm waiting for ADNs to die down, honestly. <laughs> Is he waiting for what? The AVNs. The AVNs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, now, the other question I wanted to ask. Damn, I had it. Now I lost my train of thought. See, see what happens when you talk to a beautiful woman and she's a wonderful distraction. Just make you lose it. No disrespect to your husband. But, um, with this is what it was. All right, I got it. The way that you're moving, because I've been saying this, the porn stars now are moving like the IG models. Because the past two years, the IG models been drifting closer towards porn. Because now you got more IG models that got OnlyFans, they got some fucking on their OnlyFans. It might be one or two scenes or three, but they got it. And they, they really don't promote that. To me, do you think the way that you're moving, because you're only really doing girl on girl with very little boy girl or with your husband? It's opening it up to possibly gaining more mainstream opportunities. Are you saying do I, I think it might hinder me from getting more mainstream opportunities? Enable you to get more mainstream because uh, because the reason why I ask that because you're not it, you're not it's more the boy girl point that people look at right. down upon than the girl girl mm -hmm. to keep it one hundred. Because right. that's where the girls they sit there and say, "Can't you once you do porn, you ain't do nothing else." They talking about them fucking a dude. She ain't fucking a dude. The only dude she fucking her husband. So y'all can't say shit. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So do you think it might open you up to more mainstream stuff? Because like I said, you move as like an IG model moves. You feel me? Yeah, you might have you know some titty pics here and there. But you ain't on your Twitter page, you ain't got a lot of fucking and sucking up there, babe. You feel what I'm coming from? So do you think it might lend you to get more? Go ahead. Yeah, no, I just I like to keep my social medias as like um a portfolio resume. I did hear um one time of um somebody saying that when you're part of those retweet groups on uh, Twitter, you can get so lost if somebody's coming to look for your look at your page as like a brand or you know a company. They it's really they have to sc keep scrolling to find you. You know, then it's going to be hard for them to want to book you. And so I really took that into consideration and I try to keep all my stuff as like a, an array of things that I can do. So and that's why I say, like, I'm just so open to just possibilities and opportunities in general, because I don't like I, like I said, I don't really have a plan. I know it's probably not like what you want to hear, but I don't really have a plan for this. Not, it's more not, not because if you want to be truthful about it, let me make this perfectly clear. You think I had a fucking plan for this shit when I walked into this? <laughs> now, the, the, the reason why I got into it was because was to help girls break in because of part of what I was doing with my music business. Right. You know, and and, it, and I saw the money that could be made from it, but I didn't know how to do it. I had to talk to people to figure out how to do it. And also, it took trial and error. So it's not like like, you can find a book to find out how to bring it to the music business. You can look at YouTube shit and tell you how to put together a god dang it to make a fucking uh, 
rocket ship out of this bitch. But there ain't too much shit they can tell you about the porn industry. You know, period. Right. So it's kind of like, because it's to the point where um, the one things you can't be ready for, the work you have to be, you have to put in. You know, mm-hmm. um, because even though, no, you don't do the editing or uh, you don't do the editing, that's lucky for you. <laughs> oh, I do my own. Oh, I do a lot of my own editing. A lot of the oh, stuff really? that my husband does, he'll do editing on his end. And then a lot of stuff I'll do editing on my end just because, like, I'll have a very specific vision of like a picture that I have. And so it's like, okay, let me have this. But a lot of stuff he does as well. Did you so realize have- the, the work that it took? behind this to even get to, to make the money because a lot right. of people come into business they think it's easy and the money is given no no it's not she i wish it was as easy as people said it was <laughs> and it was just like free flowing and then you just you sign up for only fans and in a day you're like top one percent you know i wish that's how it worked but no, because see, because see, people the, the the thought process it takes one video. No, it takes more than one video to get sales. Yeah. And plus, in this day and age, y'all have way more ways to make money than the men do. I hear that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> y'all have dick ratings. Stop. <laughs> that is, I know that and the jerk off instructions. I feel like those are super like cash money. I feel like that's just easy for somebody just to. Do it real quick. So, so speaking about that, because you just mentioned fetish, what fetishes are you looking to dabbling into? That's a good question. I, um, I like to be on the receiving in a lot of fetishes. So I love, I'm an exhibitionist. I love, that's why I really started taking the pictures in the first place and putting them online is because, you know, I enjoy people seeing me and and you know jerking off to me that's one of my favorite things to hear about um and so that's something that you know i love being fucked in front of people my husband and i go to um whispers which is a sex club here and so we like playing in front of people and i like to you know it, it gets it like turns me on a little bit knowing that like people you know know who i am and they're like oh my gosh like she's over there fucking like in front of everybody you know i like doing that um but as far as the fetishes and stuff that I'm interested in filming, I would love to be on the receiving end of a smothering video. Ooh. And that's like, I, I don't know. I just have like this need to like have a lot of weight on me. Um, I like that. And um, I've been asked to do some ball busting videos. <laughs> <laughs> so that's something I'm considering. <laughs> oh my goodness. So now the smothering would be interesting because you don't see too much woman on woman smothering um and everything which i think woman on woman type fetish shit like woman on woman ass worshiping Mm -hmm. um and and stuff of that nature i think a lot of girls don't really dibble dabble into fetishes where it's woman on woman enough um you know period and plus on top of that it it gives a certain sex appeal to it Mm -hmm. you know um, and you, would you, okay, I'm actually, um, you say you're submissive, so if, would you work with a female dom? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh. I just wouldn't want to be the dominant because I'm not dominant at all, so I would need to play my natural that submissive. Be, that would be hot. She'd be riding the girl, dildo out this bitch, riding the dildo. <laughs> Maybe that, maybe she'll use the double dildo on me. Who knows? Yeah, because I, I can't wait to see what Blush do with you because, like, the girl and girl stuff that I saw they have done is just so fucking sexy. It's just, damn. I know. And they're so, I love their, like, their filming style, too. I mean, it really is, like, how they follow it, and it's slow motion sometimes, and you have the voiceover. It's just, I, I just adore it. Yeah, because it's, it's, because girl on girl has a certain situation in this, because even, mm-hmm. even when y'all pounding, being rough with each other, it's still, like, sexy. It's just not gritty. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. So, shoot. So, now, how do you balance it all? Because you're working out of five and you do this, you know, and both of y'all are doing the business. So, how do y'all, y'all balance it? 
we have we keep a schedule. We definitely uh, work a calendar. Um, so uh, my husband will do his shoots mainly on the week on the weekdays, and then I schedule my shoots on the weekends. So that way, if I'm working and then he has a shoot, he can go to shoot and then he'll be back home. Usually we keep our shoots around like two, three, four hours. And then um, I'm with him, watching him as, a, as he edits. Um, and then we make sure that we save time for like our little private shoots that we like to do. Yeah, because see, the hardest part is balancing it and the mental health of it because the chase of the bag can be mentally taxing. Mm-hmm. Oh, period. Um, how do you avoid fatigue? Fatigue. That's why I try to space my stuff out. That's why I really am like, okay, I can do one shoot this month. You know, I've when I first back in June, I really overworked myself. I wanted to just do as much as I could. So I think I had two weeks where I did like seven shoots in a row, and it was so horrible and like I was just basically running on fumes I wasn't eating because I was nervous all the time um and once I did that I was really happy that I got as much content as I did because after that happened I was like I need like a month just off to where I don't have to do anything you know I can slowly put this stuff up and so that's why I've really paced myself on like okay I did Halloween we did that shoot and then for Christmas, I did my Christmas shoot. You know, I have one planned for Valentine's Day. My birthday's in March, so I have one planned for that. And um, after that, you know, it's more so like, okay, well, then I'll figure it out once I get closer. But right now, these are the ones that I have, you know, set in motion. And if somebody wants to come and work, then, you know, I would just say like, okay, well, then we can do it, you know, this time. But I really like to have at least two weeks between each shoot just to kind of relax and like have my mind prepared for the next one. So I'm not just so overworking myself. So, uh, Amy, I know that you work with your husband, so it's probably a lot of freaky shit that y'all probably do. Do, do you do, do, do you offer anal scenes? With Ooh, anal. I haven't, I haven't dipped my toes into that yet. He told me it's going to happen. He said one day I'm just going to slip it in. It's not even going to know. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well then, I guess we'll deal with it then, I guess, you know, but, uh, but he hasn't done it yet. So <laughs> he was like, one day I'm going to get you doing this the way you're doing porn. And I'm not knocking anybody that it, you're making yourself more exclusive. Mm -hmm. That means that they can only see you one or two places or one place, you know, do you think that gives you advantage versus others when it comes to money making in this business? Uh, so my thing is that I didn't want to have, like, I have all my websites and everything. Um, I have the, you know, is it sell my clips? Um, so oh, for clips for sale, I have that. Um, and I have, you know, like my ex hamster, I have a lot of stuff. I, again, it really goes into the whole, like, I have a lot of my, a lot, mainly my audiences on FetLife. So my FetLife usually gets, you know, most of my stuff. And then plus on FetLife, they're not really looking for, you know, studio quality stuff. They just want something to jerk it to. So, you know, and then I have a few things on Pornhub. Um, and uh, I don't, because they're not, which I think that they could be better shot, better produced. I kind of just like to keep them right there until I have some better quality stuff that I could really put out but as far as my OnlyFans because I don't pump out content as much as you know a lot of other girls I don't feel like it's right for me to charge people a subscription fee so yes. I leave completely free and that's where I, I know I can put up all of my stuff and it's not going to be taken down by Twitter it's not going to be shadow banned or it's not be taken down by Facebook or Instagram I can just put it all there and whoever wants to see it and if they want to see more of me it's there you know, but right now I really just want to build up, build up my portfolio and my repertoire before I can justify to myself that, okay, this is now something that somebody is going to need to pay for, and they're going to have to go to this site to do it, and this is where I'm going to have all of this specific stuff on this website. I just like to kind of right now have it all, you know, where I can manage it. Yeah, because, um, but see, I think to you with your... I think 
you know, because you do focus on equality, I think that helps you. Because sometimes when you're not able to handle the quantity, if you offset it with the quality of what you do, it, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? That's the whole kicker. That's why I tell females, no, nah, it, it doesn't matter. You, it, whether you consider yourself a content creator or a porn star, you have to give the people good quality because that makes them want to spend that money. That justifies it. Mm-hmm. You know, because, I mean, people get tired of the, the, as much as we talk that reality shit, people get tired of it. Why they go right back to, they want to see the pro looking shit. Right. So, or close to pro. You know, period. And we talking, so people understand this, lighting, nice camera or nice, well, now the majority of cell phones got nice cameras on it. You know, if you want to use your cell phone, you know, hey, invest in a fucking stand for that bitch instead of you holding it all the goddamn time. <laughs> I'm know, on my phone right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, you know, period. Like, right now, like, like I see right now, that's why I said webcam, yeah, because your background and the whole shit. Look like you got a webcam studio right there as we speak. No, I picked a really good angle. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So what you wearing? Um, so this is a just Let's a top. Well, I'm wearing I'm wearing leggings underneath, so and I have socks on. But yeah, so it's just this little top. It's actually a uh, bodysuit, but my ass is too fat; it doesn't fit. So I just made it into a shirt. Yeah, we just I'm just giving you uh, you you premium smokers just watching this a preview for when we bring on the premium smoke room, and y'all know what that is—the premium smoke room now on. Loyal fans, I was about to say the other bullshit, but no, on loyal fans, y'all know what it is. Five premium podcasts for you to enjoy. Three sexy co-hosts for you to look at. As well as, you know, I bring special guests all the fucking time. What happens in the premium smoke room? It gets more candid. It gets more wild. It gets more unpredictable. The titties come out. Dildos might come out. You don't know what might happen unless you subscribe. Twenty. $4.99 a month and it's worth it because we drop new episodes all the time plus special event episodes stuff like that because I plan to do some traveling and go to a content house or two so yeah I'm going to put in content and it's only exclusively on loyal fans so now with that being said we at the end of a wonderful one and you know people I didn't even get deep like I could with this interview because you know I, I don't hold no one up so you know I got to ask him a million dollar question can I call you a smoke buddy oh of course are you kidding me I would be honored to be a smoke buddy to say no more so she'll be back to the award nominated and hopefully award-winning podcast STO the STO stands for smoke this over the smokers lounge and we're gonna bring her to the premium smoke room so you know she might show y'all some titties i might we, we, we might but you, you gotta subscribe people so with that being said miss roxy hart tell everybody where they can spend money on you mm, i like people to buy me things so if you want to hit up my wish list it's in my twitter bio <laughs> Oh my goodness! So I don't you. have any uh, paid content right now, just because uh, I'm I'm too much of a, an attention whore. It's what I like to tell people. I like to get <laughs> as many views as I can. But see, so but see, but see, now I'm gonna tell you what's funny, right? You better check. You you better get on your dean once you do these shoots. See, hold I know. on. Well, before, before I close this out, y'all know I got to give a consultation to to newbies. Cause see, so so you can understand this. I like talking to newbies. The reason why, because I want people to see the spectrum. Person that just coming in to the person that been in it for 10 years, you know, period. So y'all can see a common thread of how to be successful in this business. You know, I'm telling you this now. You about to shoot with Pumper Pass. I've got to ask you this question. Do you know who Pumper Pass was before you shot with him? I did. Okay, so you know, you know, okay. We already know about blush. Woman, you better get your content up. Because <laughs> when those scenes drop, I'm going to say this to you. Which would you rather have happen? When they go 
after seeing you on Plumper Pass, and they go Google Roxy Hart, and they don't see shit that they can spend money on, do you want me to go back to Plumper Pass? Or would you rather them to come to you? So, I'd rather them come to me. Because let me tell you what they're going to do. As soon as they see your sexy ass with Princess Gemini, which shots out to Gemini for getting on Plumper Pass. That's what I'm talking I told you she was going to be the shit when I met her. Stop playing. You can ask her. And when I tell you you're going to be the shit, I never lie. It always happens. And you just funny when a girl be like, nah, no, nah, I don't believe. I'm like, okay, keep, keep thinking it. Okay, I'm, I'm letting you know. I've been doing this 15 years. <laughs> I sent girls to the big companies, so I know what they're looking for. Get your shit up. I'm yes, telling you. I'm telling you. Because, and you, and trust me, a lot of male times they're going to watch this is crying right now. They're like, it's your don't do. <laughs> well, maybe they'll get the hint and they'll just kind of like leave my Instagram dance or leave my Twitter dance and just be like, okay, I heard. I heard through the grapevine. Oh, oh no, because see, motherfuckers want to be that. See, the other part of the business is people want to be the first. I know. So, you know, period. But no, it's 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 like I tell females, stick with what your brand does. You know, period. And stick with what makes you comfortable. Mm-hmm. If you're I not love stick lesbian. Yeah. Because two, when you stop having fun and you're not comfortable. You're not going to enjoy the business, and you're not, and you're not going to continue making money. You're not going to be happy with yourself. Mm-mm. Cause like Jay Z said, I did it my way. So with that being said, we at the end of this, and you know how we end these things all the time. Yeah, the slogan that got me nominated: Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? We haven't learned anything. Smoke this. Oh, say goodbye to him, Miss Hart. Goodbye. Mwah.